0: Take a look at this brand-new Disney Deluxe Villa Resort. Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort features superb accommodations with kitchens, separate bedrooms, and the comforts of home. Escape to a modern masterpiece. This new Disney landmark puts you just steps away from the Magic Kingdom Park and just a short monorail ride from Epcot. The resort offers stylish accommodations with room for the whole family. The one-bedroom villas even sleep up to five guests, and most accommodations offer incredible views of Cinderella Castle or Scenic Bay Lake. At this resort, it's all about relaxing nights and stunning sights. Stylish accommodations! (laughs) What you know about stylish accommodations, Greg? <laughs> what up, everybody? We're back. It's that Park Life podcast. I'm Beth, hanging out here with my boy, and
1: I'm Greg. Or Greg. sometimes you say Greg. There it is,
0: Greg. Yeah. Anyways, how are you? Uh, um, you guys can't see this because this is not a visual thing. But um, Greg's wearing the shirt that I gave him last year for Christmas, and it's uh, may all your Christmases be white, and it's Betty White and Be Arthur ugly Christmas sweater shirt and I appreciate that so thank you
1: it's it's the season you know it is the season to break out your your Christmas my one of two yes. golden girls Christmas shirts that I have
0: where did you ever end up displaying the dolls that I gave you by the way did you ever well right out?
1: now they are packed away only because the Christmas stuff is out and then the other yeah. 10 months out of the year they're underneath our year round tree it's not a Christmas mm. tree currently yeah. it's a Christmas tree but the rest of the year it's a whatever season it is tree mm-hmm. so they are displayed there
0: Love it so much. It's really hard for me not to buy just like every Golden Girls thing that I see. <laughs> but anyways, the small thing that I know about you is not a Golden Girls thing. So there you go. Oh. Take that with what you will.
1: Yeah. So today we are doing another Disney Resort rundown. And this time it's on your boys. Number one. All time favorite.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bay Lake Tower yeah although
0: i feel like uh wilderness is really becoming the new favorite so
1: wilderness lodge great oh fort wilderness you mean
0: fort wilderness yeah
1: yes this is because we as we talked about on our um, bonus episode our pat chat, as we call it for our patrons Mm -hmm. on patreon um, i mentioned that i'd be going to fort wilderness again so as you hear this today on wednesday if you're listening to this today it is released um we're in our second of of three days um Mm -hmm. there at fort wilderness because it's christmas season and you got to mm. go there. And yeah. if you saw what I was posting for Halloween season, it's the same thing, but Christmas. And I'm very excited about it.
0: Yeah. Are you guys going to do a Pargo this time?
1: Got a Pargo. That, I didn't, that's well, the
0: new must, if you by will. The time,
1: Yeah. By the time you hear this, you'll see how we decorate it, which includes Christmas mm-hmm. lights. And the nice thing about the Christmas lights is on the golf cart or Pargo is that they're USB. So there are little USB outlets in the golf cart. So I, they're just going to plug the in lights. and then they're going to they're gonna yeah. be around the top. And we have Garland and we have a little, well, you'll see. Okay. um, I can't wait to see it. Do they, um,
0: when do they do like parade, like golf cart parades?
1: Um, Usually it's like day of holidays, right? So like probably Christmas day, if I had to take a guess, they're for sure do one on 4th of July and um, Halloween. Although I think this year it was on the 30th um, for the, for Halloween.
0: I feel like they should do that more. It should just be like, Hey, if you're staying here, it happens every night. You can show up at seven, you know, like six o'clock, and we're gonna do the Lulu.
1: They have to to shut the roads down to do it, so it's probably quite a hassle. With um, you know, they have to have additional cast be road. um, I didn't think about that things, but I will tell you, this year is the first year that I'm bringing Christmas decorations specifically for for our Fort Wilderness cabin. Meaning, I um have them, and they're not even up at my own house. They're only going up for our cabin. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, try to, try to increase our footprint every year. So Mm -hmm. in previous years, I've hung up Christmas lights on the inside because that's where you spend most of the time. And this year I want to do some on the outside so other people can, can be a part of the, of the joy. Although we are like a fraction of what other people were doing, but we got to start somewhere. And this is our first year of bringing outdoor Christmas decorations course i'll post um, fast forward
0: are. to like another couple years and reba is the christmas decoration she's all lit up and she's got yes. tinsel on her and
1: <laughs> um, i will say there is a dog involved in our christmas decoration it's not reba oh. but there is a dog involved and it's not pluto
0: i'm a little worried
1: shouldn't be worried but we're really excited but anyway no um fort wilderness is great but my all-time number one is and has been for a bit now bay Lake tower But as usual, we'll have some history and some construction information, and then I'll talk about the resort itself, the different room options, and um, all the different accommodations, recreation, you know, amenities, and then we'll talk about some tips that I can hopefully offer you. Go down a list of pros and cons that I've made for the resort, and then um, any other, like, random thing I think you might want to know if you're planning a trip there or planning to stay there. Um, that's That's the point of all of that.
0: Good deal. Are we ready to jump in?
1: Yeah, let's just dive right into <laughs> Bay Lake Tower.
0: We didn't talk for 30 minutes. so <laughs> Yeah, whoever
1: left that <laughs> negative review is going to be uh, excited to know that we didn't talk for 20 minutes before we could jump into our topic.
0: We're doing this for you, whoever you are. Um, anyways, yeah, I'm going to start out as usual with all these fun facts and history and tips and stuff, and then Greg's going to come in with all the other things. Uh, he actually has some stuff he's going to share here too, but uh, most of their stuff's from Wikipedia, which a lot of the stuff that we found... Um, actually comes from an article that was published by Disney Signature Experiences. Greg, explain what Disney Signature Experiences are. Yeah, is Disney
1: like. Signature Experiences is basically like the parent company of Disney Vacation Club in the sense that under the big Disney Signature Experiences umbrella, DVC is one part of that Disney Vacation mm-hmm. Club. Also, like uh, Club 33, Golden Oak, the neighborhood here, Disney Cruise, Line, Adventures by Disney. Those are some mm-hmm. other things under the Disney Signature Experiences umbrella.
0: All right, well, as always, I'm going to start out with what Disney officially says about Bay Lake Tower. It says... Warm luxury meets modern elegance at this lakeside resort hotel, located in walking distance to Magic Kingdom Park. Delight in studios and multi-bedroom villas, kitchens or kitchenettes, and dramatic views that may include old-growth cypress trees, whatever that is, the shimmering Bay Lake, the lush courtyard, or Cinderella Castle. Enjoy enchanting pools and award-winning dining, plus the extensive offerings of Disney's contemporary resort, connected by the convenient Skyway Bridge.
1: Yeah, What is an old growth cypress no tree? No idea.
0: When I read that, I was like, what? Also, um, yes, I will put in my application when you would like for me to, Disney. Just let me know. <laughs> I'll do some voiceovers for you.
1: Oh, if you so if you Google old growth cypress trees, mm-hmm. I am now learning one. They're all over Fort Wilderness, which makes sense because it's right nearby. Yeah. Um, but we'll see if we can post a, a couple photos because they're like, these are the creepy things you see in like black and white photos or scary movies or, or um yeah, anything so like that. So not what they
0: have like out front.
1: Um, I, they have from what I remember, these are off to the side of the building, like definitely okay. to the left-hand side. But then again, it's been a while since I've it's looked specifically for what types of trees things are. So they're yeah. around, I'll say.
0: Dramatic views that may include old-growth yes. Cypress trees. Okay, include, well, you got a picture for that Cypress view. Yeah. If you got the botany green thumb, whatever, <laughs> you'll be excited about it. All right. So this resort opened August 4th of 2009 It has 295 rooms. It is Green Lodge certified, meaning, um, that it follows a lot of the, like criteria to be like eco-friendly and efficient mm. and all those things. So it is Green Lodge certified. We did talk about that before. I can't remember what other resort it was, but it is kind of hard, I think, to do that. So mm-hmm. it's always a big deal to me to mention that. Um, in 2006, Disney basically filed plans for the project um, on the side of the Contemporary Resort. And this was at the North Garden Wing area. And pretty much like as soon as they filed for that, they put a construction fence up. Um, surrounding like the wing part and then part of its parking lot. The racket club was then demolished uh, by January 30th of 2007. Uh, the North wing itself was demolished between January 31st and April 6th, 2007. And by then the
1: in way, Febu- rip, what? because that's where we stayed as a kid all the time. So they oh. still have the South wing. Right, So if you're yeah, looking at the big they... contemporary building, it's the little guy off to the right. It's only three stories tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we grew up and we had the uh, great fortune of being able Sad. to stay at the contemporary, we always stayed at the North Tower. So when I heard that they were tearing it down, we That's were all how dare you? That's why like, you love how... Bay Lake Tower so much. Because it's just the you? bougie version of where you
0: stayed when because you were little. Because my memories are buried there. <laughs> I know. They literally are buried there. Yes. Um, in February of 2007, Disney finally got the approval from the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation to begin selling the Disney Vacation Club units at a property called Kingdom Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. So originally it was going to be called Kingdom Tower. We're kind of glad that they didn't name it that, I guess. I don't know. I don't think I'd be mad if it was that. It'd just be I, weird.
1: It's like slightly too cheesy somehow. Yeah, right? It's almost like I we, when I hear Kingdom Tower, I think of like a, the Knights Inn, like motel type yeah, style it thing. Does like not sound, quite.
0: It sounds fancier to say Bay Lake so because mm-hmm. it's on the lake. Um approval approval was granted for an initial sale of 75 units with the Kingdom Tower ultimately containing 281 timeshare units. That's a lot. Um construction on the new building continued through 2007 and the project like I said was officially unveiled on September 16th, 2008. Um timeshare began timeshares began being sold September 28th of 2008 to uh existing dvc club members which i think they typically do that do they not
1: yeah typically when there's a new resort just like with riviera riviera or even when there was the expansion at the grand floor rating for the new villas it typically goes on sale first for existing members and then uh, non-members after
0: it's like about a week because october 5th of 2008 that's when they started selling them to new members Mm. Uh, bay lake tower is the ninth disney vacation club resort and the seventh located at walt disney world um, it is the second Disney Vacation Club resort to be built in the Magic Kingdom resort area, following the villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Oh, that one opened in 2000. Yeah, in 2000. We've and now about we have
1: one. the villas at the Grand Floridian, which are mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom area and announced, but not yet built. If you drive by on the monorail, you can see the construction going on for the tower that will be built for the Polynesian yeah. um, village. So there'll be a whole collection of them around Magic villa. Kingdom.
0: Uh, more on the construction, considered it's basically considered an addition to Disney's Contemporary Resort, even though the tower is designated as a standalone DVC uh, resort hotel. It's, you know, like it's an addition to the Contemporary Resort. The name of the architecture firm who designed BLT along with Disney is GSB Incorporated. According to them, construction on BLT is estimated at $140 million. That's a, that's a hefty penny.
1: That's a lot of money yeah. for, a, for a curved building.
0: Yeah, and if you're wondering, I feel like I've heard of this architecture firm before. You have, they are on record uh, to be the architecture firm for Disney Saratoga Springs, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Coronado Springs Resort and Conference Center, the Lime and Orange garages at Disney Springs, ooh fancy, <laughs> and the Cirque du Soleil theater at Springs. So yeah,
1: if you look them up, they have um, archi- like they've got work like everywhere. But if you click mm-hmm. the timeshare page, you can see the the two DVC resorts and then. There's just, like, stuff all over the place that I'm sure you've all, like, been to at some point, at least I've seen. And there was a handful of Disney stuff in there, which is kind of cool.
0: Cool. Um, Some fun facts here. The uh, Bay Lake Tower connects to the Contemporary Resort via a 275-foot serpentine suspension bridge. And if you're wondering about the term serpentine, it refers to the bridge being winding or curvy as opposed to just a typical straight walkway. It just seems a little bit fancier that way. I kind of like the curve to it.
1: It does look cool. Like, and I don't
0: know. It just don't feel so, like, stark.
1: It does. Honestly, somehow it makes a huge difference, and I'll post mm-hmm. a photo of it, but, you know, when you go up high and you look down on the little curved walkway going into the contemporary, I think it looks really cool because below yeah. that, the walkway is also wavy, and there's a bunch of other, like, right. contradicting straight lines with the with the um, landscaping and, like, the concrete work. So, yeah. I don't know. I think the whole thing just looks really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Although there is a 16th floor, the building is actually only 15 stores tall, like many others... Um there's just no thirteenth floor. Greg, you have more on this?
1: Yeah. So you What's know, up with that? I, Is it I, just
0: like an unlucky number? What's the deal?
1: I was Googling um stuff about Bay Lake Tower and then you know, just like when we answered our top questions, top Googled questions some of the things were like you know people are also asking how many floors is bay lake tower so i'm like oh it's 16 everyone knows that the top of the world lounge everyone knows that mm-hmm. i know that it's 16 floors so i clicked it and it said 15 and i was like wait that's a lie this article is incorrect how dare you <laughs> so then i looked i pulled up a, a map of the resort and sure enough they skipped um, floor 13 which is a pretty common thing mm-hmm. but um it just I, it sent me down this rabbit hole of why resorts don't have a 13th floor and it is exactly what you think it is is really not a whole lot going on but did you know there is actually a name for the fear of the number 13? Get ready, because I'm going to try to pronounce it. Triscadecophobia. Triscadecophobia. I feel like we talked about this dekaphobia. before. Tris- tr- there's an S in there. Triskaidekaphobia. perhaps. Some, okay. Something to that effect. Um, but I just, while I was reading some notes about this, because
0: apparently enough people have this, that they are like, nope, can't have a 13th floor.
1: Yeah. And it's one of those things, like, it's probably just going to carry on with hotel construction because it's been going on for so long. I'm sure it's the same thing as like, you know, uh, cracking a boat, uh, a boat, a glass on the side of a boat thing. Like it's just, you've been doing it for so long. You got to keep doing it. But while I was reading about some theories about why people are anti the number 13, um, I just came across this one. I thought I would share it. Um, some of the thoughts of why thirteen, the number 13 is bad goes way back to early religions or theologies. Mm. Um, it's said that the 13th Norse god is Loki, and we all mm. know how that ended according to all the Marvel movies, assuming it's based on fact um, that, that Loki was, you know, not, not great, not too yeah. great. And then also, apparently, the 13th person to sit down at the Last Supper was Judas. Judas. Yes. Yeah. So whether or not that's actually the reason, just interest, mm-hmm. interesting things here. I'm so sure if you are wondering on a complete you're,
0: rabbit hole about that.
1: If you're in the elevator uh, in Bay Lake Tower, you know, going up, you don't see a 13, you can blame Loki is what I'm getting at here. And um, according to Otis Elevators, which if you don't know brand names of, of elevators, they are like maybe the most recognizable. Um, they claim that 85% of elevator panels omit the number 13. So... Basically, most buildings don't have a floor 13. It's That's not just so Bay Lake Tower.
0: The more you know. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to continue on. All right. So these next three facts are actually straight from this article that we talked about by Disney Signature Experiences. The first one is that they are there are 167 miles of post-tensioning cable running through the concrete slabs. These cables could stretch from Bay Lake Tower to Disney's Vero Beach Resort and back.
1: I think of it like intestines. You know how like yeah. you got those like this long long winding road of intestines yeah. in your body, but you like take them out and they're like a mile, but not literally. I mean it's, like, it's you, like
0: you could be in this building during a hurricane and you'd be fine.
1: Yeah. Like, that's basically or the or short an, version. Yeah. Or
0: an earthquake. Like it holds the building together. So mm-hmm. um there are thirteen sorry, there are one thousand three hundred and ninety eight tons of reinforcing steel known as rebar. Uh, within the structure so this is equal to the weight of 254 full-grown elephants
1: i just i want to meet the author of this article who thought to compare it to 254 as if that's a number i can comprehend i have no literally no idea what that means
0: somebody really liked elephants
1: i guess but again
0: the reinforcing steel and the cables running through it like this building is very safe to be sturdy
1: she's sturdy she
0: is a sturdy girl um she's not a dirty girl but she's a dirty girl (laughs) bay lake tower rests on a foundation of more than 800 concrete piles that are 16 inches in diameter and extend 70 feet into the ground so stacked on top of one another these would reach more than 10 miles into the sky i mean legit very sturdy (laughs) 70
1: feet into the ground that's like think about that
0: going nowhere
1: i do like I don't know, like a six-inch nail or less to like make sure my little plastic Christmas tree doesn't tip over, you know, in the mulch in my little garden in the front. And they have a seventy-foot mm-hmm. um, long pi- uh, concrete piles going into the ground that are sixteen inches in diameter. You know what I mean? Like that's right.
0: Plus tensioning <clears throat> cables. Plus like rebar. Yes. So.
1: And something else to to think about here is you you may have heard rumors. There's always rumors about where um, new resorts will be built and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There's a a talk of a second Bay Lake Tower being built where the South Tower is. There is talk of a tower being built on a little bit of land. So if you're on the monorail track and you're passing through the Contemporary, coming from Magic Kingdom, and you're now you're like you're approaching the ticket ticket and transportation center, um, the
0: TTC, yo yo,
1: the TTC. There's a lot of like open land right there, and that's Mm -hmm. another rumored spot. But like the idea that that land might be able to take 70 foot long, 16 inch wide concrete piles makes me think it's not going there that's like partial marshland over there basically yeah for sure Um, i did want to mention something that's happening in the back of the resort um that was not an accidental thing right disney's usually naming things for a certain reason and they decided to build a fountain out in the back so if you walk through the lobby and just head out the the doors um you know out into the back like the inside curve of the building because it is a curved building there's a water fountain out there and it's like kind of long and it's got a bunch of bricks on it, almost like plaques, and they have names on them. Mm-hmm. The first 1000 guests or now really members of Disney Vacation Club to purchase their Disney Club uh, Disney Vacation Club membership at Bay Lake Tower were able to have their not their names inscribed there, and I want, you know, I'm mm. very jealous. Would mm-hmm. love to have my name there.
0: You're like, Dang but, it, mom.
1: Yeah, like what the <laughs> heck? What was going on in 2009? Oh, I was only like 20 years old or something. Mm-hmm. Is that why I didn't buy? Um, is that true? Was I 20? I don't know how old I was, 23, something like that. Um anyway, the fountain is called the Tempo Fountain. And um, if you're if you're wondering where that Tempo. where that came from, the original one of the original names of the contemporary resort was the Tempo Bay Resort, mm-hmm. or even sometimes shortened to Tempo Resort. Um, during the construction of the main Contemporary, so many people kept referring to it as the Contemporary that that full name yeah. stuck. Like the, the nickname, if you will, glad. I don't didn't like tempo. stick. I
0: don't like well, that tempo. is
1: like, Tempo is also a different word, right? It's not like right. they were tempo making a, like an abbreviation. they yes. be like, it's
0: like a music resort. I don't yeah, know. it's All
1: Star Music. Yeah. <laughs> so the fountain is just a little nod to the history of the of its sister resort, the Contemporary. And, um, I do know that they keep a manifest as to where everyone's name in because I've seen the manifest. Mm. Um, I happen to be like one day at work, I got a phone call from someone and it was someone who works at Bay Lake Tower and they were wanting to know where the manifest was. And mm. it's not something that our team had. They just were double checking that we didn't have. And I was like, say more. Like, what do you mean? There's a whole manifest. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know. So the next time I was there, um, and I, m- I met up with the gentleman that I spoke with, he like whipped it out of the desk and I was like, dude. And we were like flipping through it and like looking at because there's there's some celebrities on there. There's people of note, I I guess I could say mm. of people who bought in. And if you like have a moment, see if you can recognize any of the names. Some of them are um maybe you wouldn't know them because they're like Older. high up leaders at Disney World. They're, so they're uh, more internal. Okay. But yeah. there are also some other um notable names. Again, not a whole lot, but are a few in there. If you ever bored one day, go look at all the names and see if mm-hmm. you can see one you recognize in mm-hmm. Tempo Fountain.
0: Is one of them Justin Timberlake? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was just his picture in Epcot. Mm. Anyways, um, we're going to talk about some changes that have happened and some changes that are happening in the future. So um, when it first opened, this was so interesting to me. When it first opened, there was no sink in the studio bathroom. So in other words, you had to leave the bathroom to wash your hands. The one and only sink was in the kitchenette uh, where guests prepared their food. So this was very unpopular with guests, which, duh. (laughs) By the fall of 2010, Disney began renovating the Bay Lake Tower Studios um they finally added a sink back into the bathroom area and then left the, just you know left a small kitchen sink in the kitchen area so interesting to me. do you remember this like
1: yeah yeah kind of cuz like okay. there was a time when the they did a little bit of like re um designing some of the rooms because it's like, we'll get to what the look it's like a quarter bath not
0: even a half bath it's a quarter bath
1: well yeah with you need a, you need a sink right and i don't i don't yeah. know what the thought process was
0: right it's like oh but... you don't need to wash your hands after you took a dump it's fine <laughs> like just go to the kitchen where all the food is and wash your hands in there like ew
1: if you see a picture of it it looks like a bathroom sink right it's so strange like you know how because you have like the vanity so you have like a lot of surface area to put like your things but it just... you know what i mean like so there so was like a the...
0: vanity thing there but just not a sink
1: no so in so in the I don't know what the bathroom looked like but the little kitchenette area I know we haven't talked about the room design yet but this is in the in the studio version of it right so there are other larger accommodations but this is yeah. specifically talking about the the deluxe studio villa which is essentially the same size as a regular hotel room um, the way that it's designed is there's a little um, like galley kitchenette so it's like off mm-hmm. of so you walk in the room to the right of the bathroom and then like the next little teeny tiny room and it, I do mean teeny tiny is the kitchen or kitchenette. So um, I mean, it's enough for like you can walk and like turn around, but you can have two people walking there at the same okay. time. But anyway, okay. that's where they put the big sink. So now in the bathroom, where they did move the sink, it's a it's a small sink, meaning like um, it's almost like the same size as a pedestal sink, basically. So they built shelves on the side so that you have like s- place to put your stuff. So you can tell like it was an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they rectified it to put a sink in the bathroom and Mm -hmm. then the the normal kitchen sink we're used to seeing in our kitchenettes um, there in the actual kitchenette area because you don't, like there should be both. That's the whole point of the kitchenette is you have like the kitchen sink to like use as when you're prepping food and then also, you know, when you're getting rid of the food later on.
0: Yeah, like it's just weird to me. I'm like, I wonder, I want to know what that meeting was like. Like what was the meeting talking about not having a sink. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just curious that they were like, well, we, we can save this much money if we don't put sinks in there. All right, let's do it. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, okay. You anyway. got it.
1: And that guy was a winner. They they promoted that guy probably.
0: Um, the other one, the other change was in 2013, Disney repurposed the lobby. Originally, the lobby did not have a check-in desk. So guests had to go over to the contemporary to check in. So Disney added a front desk and a concierge desk and the valet service to assist With checking in or out of the out of the resort at that point, so this was four years after it opened. So that's another interesting thing. I wonder if they were just like trying to cut, like do some budget cuts, and they're like, "We'll add it in later, but we like don't have the money to do it right now because we thought we did, but we don't. I don't know."
1: Yeah, I mean, some of the other expansions that have happened since then also don't have their own lobby. so, like, as an example, over in, in Wilderness Lodge, like we talked about, this was the second expansion in the Magic Kingdom area. The first was Wilderness Lodge. That doesn't have its own check-in spot. Mm-hmm. You do have to go over. To it, the main lobby. I think it's a shorter walk. It's not a long walk to get to the main lobby of um of the contemporary. Yeah. It's just that, you know, it's hot. <laughs> well, it's yeah, hot you would just think, like, Maybe, if like, if you're trying to your sell,
0: like, property there, it's like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. you have your own check-in desk. It's great. like. But no, you got to walk over there. And, anyway,
1: I do want to mention that recently, like last week, the 2022 Disney Vacation Club Condo Association meeting happened. And that's typically where they talk about the future of some of the Disney Vacation Club resorts, um, anything new coming up. And they did also uh, mention, give a, a very brief overview, a highlight of the upcoming refurbishment schedule. And it includes Bay Lake Tower. So if you don't know, the DVC resorts do get some type of touch-up generally every seven years, you know, when there's not a global pandemic going on, delaying everything. Mm-hmm. But generally, that's like part of the contract, basically. And typically, a, a seven, every seven, they alternate between what is called like a soft refurbishment, which is often just smaller things like maybe some paint. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even like, um, carpet, carpet like, kind doors. of, whereas a, um, a hard goods really is what I've heard it referred to as is like, like everything. It's almost gutted mm-hmm. sometimes. So like it's yeah. new furniture, like new appliances. Um, I, I think they're actually in, so this is going to be in 2024. That's all they mentioned was that the, the next refurbishment for BLT Bay Lake Tower will be 2024. And I, I think it's a hard good one. I think that's okay. what they're so up like, for
0: like new bathroom fixtures and stuff like that. Yeah, and okay. I'm hope
1: they get rid of the carpet in the rooms. Not like anti-carpet. It's just like They're moving that, that way. Yeah, it just it's looks cleaner so nice. to not
0: have carpet. I feel like they've yes. learned that now like as they've started doing those things. It's so much easier to clean and it's way more sanitary. And
1: just look, honestly I think it looks nice, right? And it does I think look maybe nicer. it was just the way that they well, like, were. Like if you really
0: want carpet, then you just throw a rug in there, but Yeah. As far as like cleanliness and being able to clean and stuff, it's just so much easier. So
1: And their grand villas already have um, hardwood floor in in most of it. At least maybe not in the bedrooms, but when you walk in. Yeah. So um, speaking of grand villas, let's talk about all things about Bay Lake Tower as a deluxe villa resort. We'll talk about the price range of rooms and the different types of rooms that are available. The category of deluxe villa is unique to Disney. Category is deluxe villa. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, value or like your all-star sports, the all-star... Value are your All-Star Resorts and you know, Pop Century Art of Animation. Moderate, your Port Orleans, Caribbean Beach. Deluxe was the regular contemporary and Polynesian and Grand Floridian. But Deluxe Villa is unique to DVC. So this is a building full of villas. And the rooms are meant to feel more like home than a standard room. That's why they call them a villa. Um, just an FYI, anyone can stay here. and This is not exclusive for Disney Vacation Club members. But it is a location where Disney Vacation Club members can stay here using their membership points. Um, Since it's a Disney Vacation Club resort, are we okay if I just call it DVC? Yeah. I'm such in the habit of not using acronyms. DVC. Um, Since it's a a DVC resort, housekeeping is different depending on whether you're staying on your points or cash. Really? So if you're a member and you're using your points to stay here, you do get your daily trash removal where they just come in and they take the trash out and towel service on day four. If your stay is longer than eight nights, day four will also be a full cleaning where they, like, come in like, make mm, the beds and stuff. Okay. But basically, it's like you're at home, and you wouldn't have someone come into your home to make a bed for you right. or to do your laundry, um, meaning, like, wash your sheets and, and uh, blankets and stuff. The larger units, the one and two bedrooms, have in-unit washer dryer. so really you could do that yourself if you needed. If you needed towels, you could wash them. You don't have to. You can request more, but you can also... Do your laundry. If you're just staying there on cash, meaning you're either not a member or you're not using points, just it's a light cleaning every other day, which is actually typical at, at I want to say all resorts right now, like post COVID okay. housekeeping bounce back with um, doing every it other every day? other day. And when you check into some resorts, because my brother-in-law was just in town and I was helping him check in and you could choose between every other day or every fourth day if your trip is long mm-hmm. enough or basically not at all. That was interesting because, you Can know, I,
0: talk about how incredible it was in that little time frame where you could give up your and get money and get money and get gift yeah. cards. God, that was so nice.
1: I wish they Those would do are that. Like I, could,
0: good old days.
1: I could make my own bed and you give me twenty five dollars a day. Doug like, would be like, I'm sorry,
0: what? Because <laughs> we, we don't like for we don't like to have like people coming in where like where we stay now, mm. like wherever we stay, we're just like, yeah, we don't need them to come. It's like three nights or whatever. We're fine. Um, but that was so nice because they'd give you like ten dollars a day.
1: Yeah, it was. It was nice. The, anyway, because it was cheaper than having, or it was yeah. less of a, a, a um, less money to do that than to mm-hmm. pay the the cast. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. So, um, let's jump into the price range. It is a deluxe villa, so these numbers are going to be higher than the other categories, right? Mm-hmm. A uh, a Studio at a standard view starts at $5.59 per night. Of course, the lowest price that we mentioned on these episodes is always uh, like a Sunday through Thursday during the cheapest season, which is typically January and September-ish, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. And the most expensive um, night you can have here is 4477 which would be in a Grand Villa theme park view, Grand Villa's three bedrooms. Um, you know, in the week of Christmas that that to big, New Year's. That big room that's like two stories. It's a big, big room. Um, so let's talk about the rooms. There are uh, three different types of, well, four different types of rooms here. And they all have three different views, which is kind of cool. So no matter the room, they all have one of three views, which makes sense because it's a tower and, you know, there's only, only so many options here. So the studio villa, which is the one we've been talking about most so far, is 339 square feet. It is the... Second smallest, to my knowledge, maybe someone feel like, feel free to correct me if you need to, but it's on the small side for studios with Disney Vacation Club Rooms that's closer to, there's actually some... Regular rooms on property that are like the standard room that are bigger than this. So like
0: all star, I mean,
1: <laughs> it's it's a small room. Everybody, um, the studio is three thirty nine square feet and it sleeps four. It's got the kitchenette that we talked about, and with the Disney Vacation Club Resort kitchenette means a microwave, a full coffee machine. So like not the individual like little, mm. not even the pod. Sometimes you get like it looks like a little pillow, like it's meant to be like a real at home coffee machine. Yeah, a toaster and the sink, a sink. Woo. Think, yeah. <laughs> Be grateful. That sink is there, everybody. (laughs) Um, It's got one queen-size bed and a full-size sofa sleeper. And I point that out because it's still the sofa. It's not like the bed that pulls down. I I have a feeling that's going to be coming in the next refurbishment. Mm, That is what they're doing at the other resort. So I'm sure that's coming here. Don't quote me on that. I'm just just an educated guess. And the alley kitchen that we talked about. Galley kitchen? Alley kitchen. It would be a galley, I'm pretty sure. I always call it alley because it looks like, a, like a little alley. I see what your note says, but I'm pretty sure it's galley. <laughs> it's supposed to be galley. I just don't know okay. what I'm talking about. I need to watch more HGTV. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I really love it. It's a it's a an area of contention among guests who stay here. Some people like it and some don't. I think it's really cool. It's its own little tiny room that's got like cabinets and stuff, and you can cook in there and not be in the way of anybody, which is like nice. By the way, I cook in there. Um, I know I've mentioned it before, but we're talking about Bay Lake Tower. I when I used to travel um, before we lived here. And I still do it now, but I would pack my little electric skillet with me and I'd be frying up some eggs and like sausage and stuff. In did you talk uh, about, did you skillet?
0: fly, would you fly with that?
1: Oh yeah, it was in my check luggage.
0: I <laughs> just want to be, the people like checking bags, like through the baggage claim. It's like, or not the baggage claim, but the baggage check. Like They're TSA. Like, yeah. They're like, what in the world? Whatever. You know what? People from They're, New York be crazy, y'all. <laughs>
1: they probably have seen so many That's things true. that are worse That's than true. an electric skillet. Like, At least you know it's what? practical.
0: I, s- I saw some other things today that are very questionable. Yeah. This is fine. This is fine. Yes. Just let it go through. Yes.
1: My skillet does not vibrate. So it's not the weirdest thing I've seen. That's true. So um, we use it like I would always pack it and cook in that little yeah. kitchenette area while, you know, like Nicole was getting ready in the bathroom the, and like whatever. Kitchen. Like we were just totally separate. I, I always liked it. So that's the studio. We'll move up to the next category of room, which is a one-bedroom villa, eight hundred and three square feet. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. This is my all-time favorite room, everybody. The mm-hmm. one-bedroom mm-hmm. villa over at Bay Lake Tower. I feel like we've uh, seen
0: it many times on the uh, Instagrams, and oof. we will see it more.
1: I haven't. I don't have a uh, one-bedroom, um, a one-bedroom reservation upcoming. I have only mm. studios. Studios because it has more points per night, and we try to maximize. But anyway, yeah. the one-bedroom sleeps five. It It's got the full kitchen with the big fridge, the stove, and oven. So, you know, like a range, a full range. Um, cabinets full of all the things you would need to cook and, and bake and whatever. It's got a little island in the middle with two chairs for extra seating as well as a full dining room table and a living room. And what's cool about this one-bedroom villa, which is only one of two across property, it has two bathrooms in it. So all the other one-bedroom villas, usually just got the one the one bathroom that's usually in the primary bedroom. But this one has one in the primary bedroom. And then also, like, right as you walk in, the guest bathroom, if you will and they both have showers, which is cool. The primary bedroom has has nicer stuff. Yeah. The primary bedroom has the king-size bed, has the full tub and a shower, whereas the other bathroom that's out in, like, the main area is the shower-tub combo that you're used to seeing in, like, a typical um, hotel room. But, I mean, it's really great for people to be able to get ready at the exact same time and, you know, shower and stuff and not have to yeah. worry about, you This know. wouldn't
0: be bad to share, like, well, for a family, but also, like, if there's two adult couples correct traveling, yes. this wouldn't be a bad place to not a bad split one. So the
1: the living room has the sofa sleeper and then it also has the single chair sleeper in it as well. So those are those are the beds in the living room. That's how you get to five. The two on the yeah. king bed and the three in the living room um, gets up to five sleepers. And the one bedroom and up, like I mentioned before, has the washer and dryer in unit, which is Very handy, Mm -hmm. especially if you got caught in the rain or whatever, you need to dry your clothes and stuff or your shoes. We've tossed shoes in there before, you know, like you just never know with how things go. They've they've come in handy. Plus, whenever we go somewhere where there's a washer and dryer, um, I usually pack half the amount of stuff and then just wash and rewear.
0: Yeah, or it's like it's the way to do it. for you, I'd be like, bring him my laundry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, that's week. the
1: thing. Like now that we live here, or even when we didn't, we would wash it before we left, and then like we'd come home with clean clothes, right. other than it being in the luggage. But yeah. like some things you can kind of like insulate. That's just like when we go less- to uh, um,
0: Doug's family's beach house, we're like, mm. we're just, we're literally using the washer and dryer like the entire week. It's just net, it's <laughs> nonstop, and they had to. Um, when Ian came through, it like ruined, mm. basically like the laundry room was destroyed. So oh, they wow. built like a deck extender for the house now with a stackable washer dryer. And I was like, is that smaller? And she's like, we'll just be, we'll just do more laundry. <laughs> like, we'll just keep <laughs> it going. I was like, yeah, you're right. We'll just keep it nonstop. So anyway.
1: Next up is the two bedroom villa. And there are two different types of uh, two bedrooms. It's referred to as a lock off or a dedicated. I would like to explain because mm-hmm. if you're going to book this hotel and you're like wondering what that even means. A lock-off means it's a one-bedroom and a studio that are just next to each other. So they're really two separate rooms with an adjoining door, Mm. a one-bedroom and a studio. Whereas a dedicated two-bedroom is that the room is intended to be two bedrooms. Mm -hmm. So the second bedroom isn't a studio, meaning it doesn't have its own little kitchenette and... um, it's just like sofa. a normal bedroom. It's just the two. Yeah, it's got two beds in it. Okay. It's meant to just be a bedroom, not a, a separately functioning room. Hmm. That's the tough, larger of the f- two. I feel
0: like there's like pros and cons to that. It's like...
1: There is. I mean, it just depends because yeah. they can split them out if they need to and make it a one-bedroom in a studio depending on what the need is. That's really yeah. all that's happening there. It just makes it more flexible. The larger of the two is the dedicated two-bedroom, and it's only by like 10 square feet, but it's 1152 square feet. Which was like basically the size of almost the size of my first the condo we lived in um, up north before we moved here. It's like it's a when you put it like that, it's like kind of large thing. Um, It sleeps nine and. And it's really just like I mentioned. It's this. It's the one bedroom plus the second room, and in that second room is two queen beds so and a bathroom. Nine so it's and got a
0: small infant. I'm just kidding. Yes, they always <laughs> say plus s- an infant. Only a small infant, though.
1: <laughs> by that they mean you can't get a cot, but you can get a crib. Yeah. That's really yeah. what's going on there. And um, it's got a total of three bathrooms. So you still get the oh, two nice. from the original, and then that, and the the grand villa. This is a three bedroom villa. And it's usually, this is like the top notch, right? This mm-hmm. is like the King Room yeah. and all the Disney Vacation Club resorts. The Grand Villa has only a lake and a theme park view. So everything i am mentioning, they all have the same options, standard view, lake view, and theme park view. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a- more about views coming up. Um, this doesn't have any standard because it is like, it's the big deal. Yeah, I it's mean the, to- the top the top tomato you, over. Why
0: would you be in a grand villa with a standard view? Standard
1: I mean. view? No. So it's two thousand forty four square feet, sleeps twelve. It is two Oof. stories, so it's it's two levels, which is yeah. great because the living room has these big giant windows. So either your lake view or your theme park view, you can you can really see um -hmm. out out those big giant windows it's really it's honestly it's a really cool thing the first level has the primary bedroom the living room and the kitchen the second level has the two other bedrooms and a loft area in the middle which Mm -hmm. has like a couch basically and a tv so that's also another place to sleep that can be converted into a sleeper but it's nice to just have someone to like somewhere to hang out that's not in the main living room area especially if you have like guests or maybe people who get up early or late and you don't want to Mm -hmm. disrupt the other people you can be on different levels and just hanging out but also not have to be in a a bedroom there's
0: only one of these right
1: there are 14 i want to say oh
0: i didn't realize there was that many of them
1: something like that it's under 20 of these grand villas and there are only the the two views there there's a total of four bathrooms in in these villas and again the big giant windows are just so cool to get your view of, depending on where you are, you can get a view of the Magic Kingdom, a view of the Bay Lake, or um, or of the contemporary, which is one of my favorite views. I like staring at the contemporary when I look out my mm-hmm. window. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy, because by the way, You're it's crazy. true. Okay, so let's talk about some of the restaurants um, here at Bay Lake Tower, because there's really only one Obviously, you're within walking distance, a short walk across the Serpentine Tine Bridge, Sky Bridge, Serpentine um, Bridge over to the Contemporary. But at Bay Lake Tower, there's just the Top of the World Lounge, which Mm -hmm. I mentioned a bunch of times. And uh, currently, it is now referred to as Top of the World Lounge, a villain's lair. Mm -hmm. And just a quick note, you do have to be a Disney Vacation Club member with the resort reservation to enter, meaning if you're staying somewhere off property or you're a local... You, you might not be able to get up, even if you ask nicely, depending on how busy it is.
0: you know the right people at the right time, you can get up there.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we talked a little bit about that, kind of, in uh in our uh, Pat Chat two mm-hmm. weeks ago, maybe one week ago. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned this is the only, if you want to call this a restaurant, I know it's just a lounge. Um, that's It's the only one that's unique to Bay Lake Tower, other than the poolside bar. But even though it's the only one, it's got like a lengthy backstory and a lot of different variations of the restaurant. It's Mm -hmm. almost like, instead of building another restaurant, they kept creating different ways to use this restaurant, which is strange. So I mentioned it's small, right? 77 seats max, assuming that they're actually using that space the same way as when it was built. Um, But there is a backstory, and this is the official Disney backstory for the villain's lair. Whether pursuing puppies or stealing souls... Messing with a mermaid or belittling a beast, evil doing is exhausting. And since a dishonest day's work is frowned upon by mainstream masses, the deliciously devious decompress away from judging eyes, hiding deep underground, or on top of the world, swapping stories of sabotage and toasting with tales of terror, the unsavory unwind in places inaccessible to the innocent. Good Lord. Okay, that's not even the whole thing. Here we go. More of this. So, when our Top of the World Lounge temporarily closed its doors atop Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort, it didn't take long for the idle enclave to become a devil's playground. (laughs) We're not sure how they got here. We can only guess by monorail. But we do know that they were here. For when we returned to reopen this picturesque place to mingling members We found stuff left behind by these hustlers in a hurry. (sighs) Deep breath. One more little paragraph. Curious couture from their wicked wardrobes. Artwork befitting their ghastly galleries. And rebellious recipes for their cunning concoctions. Gotta say that word carefully. That's when we did what so many great cast members have done before us. We gave the place a longer name. Welcome home to the Top of the World Lounge, a villain's lair. Like the best Disney stories, it's a place of magic with a touch of tragic. So basically, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. They changed um, the theming to make it about villains, and they said that basically COVID brought in bad people. And also, I'm like,
0: when in any like when has a villain's lair ever been like on top of a built like you know what I mean? It's like always like (laughs) underground or somewhere like in the deep dark, like a you know what I mean?
1: Yes. Like in the basement area. It's like a lot of time to think about this.
0: You guys could have done something. I don't really know what I would have themed it as, but not a villain's lair. I'm like, are you going to black out the windows because <laughs> like usually they're dark, damp places, right? I don't know. I I'm... do
1: like the idea of a villain's place. Yeah, I just but wish not there. it wasn't here. I feel like this is like the perfect opportunity to make it like maybe even like uh Tinkerbell themed because I feel like some, yeah, something more magical, yeah. right? Because you, you basically, like, the whole get, point of eating there is to see Magic Kingdom when you're right.
0: there. Did they get rid of that um, like gorgeous chandelier that they have in there?
1: No, it's all the same. Right. So, so um, like, here, what? let's dive a little deeper, okay. guys. We're actually still only in the shallow end Can of, you tell the of the Top of the World I'm already not on board. Pool. I'm like, no, <laughs> immediately
0: no, immediately <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Okay. So there are a few options, uh, variations, if you will, of the Top of the World Lounge, a villain's lair. As I mentioned, you do have to be a Disney Vacation Club member mm-hmm. to be able to get in. Okay, fine. There's now, a free version. And
0: to be clear, it can you can be a DVC member staying at any resort Correct. to get in here. You don't have exactly. to be staying at, at Bay Lake Tower.
1: Correct, yes. First is the free option. You you show up when it opens up at 6 or before 6 so that you could try to get up there. And capacity is limited. That's the free version. The first paid version is called Wicked Wind Down. And it has been temporary, but they keep extending it. So... I have a feeling they're going to continue to extend it, but the Wicked Wind Down um, occurs on Wednesday nights. It's $55 per person. It includes a cocktail, an appetizer, and a dessert, and also reserved firework viewing. So So basically, it guarantees you a seat up there and also guarantees you the um, the viewing. The next option is the Bound to Be Bad, also on Wednesday nights. Currently, right now, until January 25th, but is it has already been extended at least once so who knows it's $139 per person plus tax and this is how it is described enjoy a nefarious night nefarious enjoy a nefarious night of fun with villain super fans featuring desserts and more bound to be bad is bound to be great so basically it's some characters up there that are bounding as Characters and they encourage you to bound. If you're not familiar with bounding, it's it's like wearing certain clothing that reminds you of a character, right? You're not literally in
0: costume, but it's like a dessert party.
1: It's a unlimited, yeah, it's a all you care to enjoy spread of desserts and an open bar, which is interesting. So if you're looking to splurge a little bit, if you're if you're the type that drinks and maybe you'd rack up quite the bar tab. <laughs> <laughs> um this might be for you. And of course there is reserved firework viewing. There better be for $140. And the last option is the uh it's what's called enchantment at the top, Friday nights, $89, dessert buffet and adult beverages and reserved firework viewing. So basically the point of that is to watch the fireworks.
0: Right. But like do you get unlimited adult beverages?
1: It didn't specifically say unlimited. It just said adult, adult beverages. beverages. Interesting. So which means I, when
0: you get up there, they're going to be like, oh, you want that? Well, it's $20. <laughs> no. So. I,
1: I don't know if it meant for purchase. Um, right. Tough to tell because the normal menu has adult purchases. So I took that to mean it's probably closer to what they have in the club level area, which is like typically like one or two types of beer, maybe wine or something. Okay. Maybe sangria. I'm making that up. I have no idea yeah. if it's sangria. But that's kind of what I'm thinking, but I truly don't know. Okay. Um. So that's Top of the World Lounge of Villain's Lair. Many different variations for a very teeny tiny little area that's Mm -hmm. difficult to get into. Very exclusive. Got to be a DVC member. So just FYI, that's really the only thing unique to Bay Lake Tower. Good people watching Except for the bar up by the pool, which does have a name. Mm -hmm. That is the Cove Bar, just like other bars. It's got cocktails, beer, and it does actually have a few entrees. There's like a turkey wrap and a hot dog and Mm -hmm. some other small um, dish out there. So just an FYI and some kids meals, too. So if you're up by the pool, you can order a quick little something. A little something, something. Um, They do have a unique drink, the Pina Kalava. Kalava. See what they did there? I included this because I don't really drink that much, but this sounds good. It's Bacardi Raspberry Rum blended with coconut, pineapple, and raspberry puree. That does sound good. That sounds like something I would love. So if anyone wants to buy me a drink, let's start there.
0: I'm going to buy you a drink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mentioned you are within walking distance. So uh, you are within walking distance to the Contemporary, so you still have access to the Contempo Cafe for Mm -hmm. quick service. Table service is Chef Mickey, Steakhouse 71, and California Grill. All table service, all different price points, everybody. One is just a regular restaurant. Chef Mickey is the character dining experience, and California Grill is the signature dining experience. And, of course, the bar over in the main building, mm-hmm. the outer rim. So if you want more information on what's available at the Contemporary, we do have a, our Disney Resort rundown episode on the Contemporary, the OG Contemporary. Um, it was our first resort rundown because it was the first mm-hmm. resort that was built. Show sure up. There are no shops unique mm-hmm. to Bay Lake Tower. You still can access the uh, shops over in the main building. That said, you better go over to to BBG because that's, that's where right. you'll find me. That is my number one resort gift shop, um, Bayview Gifts, up there in uh, the fo- on the fourth floor of the Contemporary. Lots of recreation and activities to be had over here at Bay Lake. Obviously, you're going to share some things with the contemporary here because it's the same marina. But because you're out there on Bay Lake, you get your fishing excursions and your fireworks cruises at night. Obviously, the fireworks cruises. Mm-hmm. You get your nightly viewing of the electrical water pageant out there. Currently, a 50th anniversary rendition. I'm assuming they'll take that out go back to classic by April. Mm-hmm. Um, you have um, So in the, on the interior of the building, there's like a big courtyard there with all these trees and stuff. And they have a couple different options. There's a, a big shuffleboard. There's a giant chessboard. Um, and I'll post a photo of me posing as the king piece, obviously, on the mm-hmm. chessboard. There is a uh, bocce court as well as a putting green if you want to work on your stroke. And um, the pool out there is called the Bay Cove Pool, which makes sense because the bar is Bay is Cove. What is it called? I already forgot. Cove Bar and the pool is Bay Cove mm-hmm. Pool. Whew, rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> The pool is exclusive for Bay Lake Tower guests, perhaps with the exception of when the main contemporary pool is under construction. With a 20-foot tall slide, and it's kind of a cool slide because the way that you climb up to the top, there's a lot of glass involved, and kind of like a see-through-ish part of the slide, so you can like see when people Mm. are going by. Like it's kind of a it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Um, if you have an opportunity to do that, there is a community hall within Bay Lake Tower right there on the first floor. It's a place for kids to do stuff. So you got a bunch of board games, crafts, movies, and stuff a lot of the activities in there are free and just like other resorts there are some paid activities like if you want to make a tie-dye shirt you have to buy the shirt right. but the actual making of it you know you get to do that there and there is a barbecue pavilion um sadly not a pavilion in epcot but just a place for you to <laughs> grill some stuff up over there uh, at bay lake tower i've been talking a lot about the different views So i mentioned you've got your standard view uh, lake view and theme park view and I will tell you, there's nothing quite like seeing Cinderella Castle from your room. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's with the theme park view. And there's just there's just a, a lot going on. And you can see, depending on your room, if you do have a theme park view room, it's not even just seeing Magic Kingdom from your balcony. We've been in a room before with a theme park view room where um, you can sit in the tub. And see Cinderella Castle, depending on what floor you're on. So, like, nice. that's a cool thing. That's yeah. pretty unique. Yeah. So, again, theme park view is tough to beat. Sometimes it gets a little criticism because you do see a lot of parking lot. The, the time that we stayed at, and at the first time we stayed in a theme park view room, I sent a photo of it to my mom. And she was like, I'm confused. Why so much parking lot? I'm like, <laughs> well, mom, like, there's a parking lot between here and the right, Magic Kingdom. You're right. going to see it. You're like,
0: just don't but look at that. Look at the other stuff that you can see. Look up and see
1: the castle. Right. At. You can see everything—the castle, you know, all of Tomorrowland, spaceship, sp- spaceship yeah. Earth. You can see that from a, th- no. with a theme park view, no. <laughs> um, but the lake view is a great view. Obviously, we're talking about Bay Lake, and there's there's two things going on here. There's the outer curve, meaning um, so obviously facing directly out our theme park view, but the two sides of the building facing out, those are considered lake view. So sometimes you get a lake view room that you can still see Space Mountain and yeah. the castle if you crane your neck a little bit. And the very first time we stayed at Bay Lake Tower, that's what we had. We had a mm-hmm. lake view room yeah. that faced Space Mountain, which we thought was like the coolest thing. This is our yeah. first time. This is our first time staying anywhere. Um, just the two of us. So mm-hmm. it, was just my, it was my first time with Nicole um, here at Disney. And um, The other lake view options are on the inside of the curve. So picture Bay Lake Tower almost like the letter C. So obviously there's some rooms on the inside of the curve and those face each other but also face the lake. So we prefer the outer curve ones because mm-hmm. in my experience you're either facing kind of like Space Mountain a little bit of woods and kind of the edge of Bay Lake or you're facing the contemporary which I joked about before love staring at the contemporary so that's really what I like obviously up to up to your personal preference yeah. but the cool thing about the lake view when you're on the outer curve and you're facing either the contemporary or the marina right there is that you can also see a bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff across the skyline yeah. you can see um, SpaceShip Earth mm-hmm. you can see the the Cosmic Rewind building you can see the Swan Dolphin hotel you can see Expedition Everest you see and tower? um I think I think you might be able to see Tower okay. of Terror. I can't like remember. Like if the
0: sky's clearing up at night or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's just you can see, like it's just a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and obviously you can see the Wilderness Lodge. It's right there. You can see the Four Seasons building, the hotel that's there too. It's just cool to be able to see all of that stuff um, from from your room, from your balcony while you're up there. So personally, when we're staying at this resort, if you Basically, if you don't have a standard view, because those are only certain floors, and it's really the low floors. Mm-hmm. But if you're staying somewhere else, we always request a high floor. This is one of those um, yeah. resorts where high floor is the way to go. You're going to be in an elevator anyway. Mm-hmm. You might as well go all the way up. What's the difference? Ten seconds you're more. Gonna, yeah, you're going to see a lot of cool stuff um, the higher you go up there. I will say the standard view is not bad. I don't... You know, I mean, it is what it is. At that point, then just don't hang out on the balcony and just... Be grateful you're so close to Magic Kingdom still. Uh, so I will warn you about the awning. So if you're looking at the building, um, right above the port of cashier, obviously there's the part of the port of cashier is the covering. And mm-hmm. there are rooms right above that. And if you if you get that as your standard view, you really can't see much mm-hmm. other than the, mm-hmm. the top of the awning or the port of cashier. So maybe if you're at the resort looking to check in and you just want to walk up and be like, just... No, checking on my standard view room if it's possible not to get the front, that would be right. cool because I would not like to stare at that. Because there are some standard views that still face the contemporary building. The last time we stayed at the contemporary was considered a standard view, but we just it was directly pointed at the contemporary because it was on a lower floor, yeah. And uh, we just really liked it. Cool. Some random tips for you I mentioned um, reserving a high floor if you can. If you have a theme park view, obviously, you can watch the fireworks on your balcony. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a theme park view, you can still head over to the Contemporary, right? The main building, go across that sky sky bridge. You can watch it from the sky bridge if you want to. That's one option for you. Mm -hmm. Um, The nice thing about watching fireworks over there is you get a totally unique experience because you can see where the fireworks are actually shot off. Mm -hmm. So you see they're like pretty far away from the castle, and because you're off to the side, there are like fireworks happening separate from each other. Like there's the castle to the left, and the rest of the fireworks off to the right, and like space in the if middle. If you're
0: just standing on the bridge, do, can you still hear the music? Because don't they play it like different places around the Contemporary? Yeah,
1: I mean they kind of play it like out outside yeah. uh, for sure on the observation deck yeah. of the um, fourth floor of the Contemporary. But I'm gonna challenge you to not worry about the music and focus on the fireworks because if you're looking for an adventure, um, over at the Contemporary. So if you walk over to the main building of the Contemporary and you go into the building, you can take the elevator up to a lot of the different floors, and then the um, stairwells are, are exposed. They're on the outside of the building. So what I've done in the past is I'll go up like a couple of floors, so maybe like floor nine or ten or something, and then will walk down to the end of the hallway and go out like the, mm-hmm. you know, the stair door, and then I'm out there on this like little, um, I don't know, like little ledge basically, and sometimes there are other families standing out there with you, and sometimes there aren't. It just depends on how many people have caught on to that for the, who are staying there. And it's an even like more elevated, unique, sometimes personal space. I will say, bring your bug spray because mm. usually, cause there's usually because there's a light in that little bit of the hallway, and so yeah. like you know, there's some like bugs rolling around. But you know what? Bugs. I was there um, once with my camera set up, trying to get grab some nice photos of nighttime Cinderella Castle with fireworks and stuff, and just while I was photographing, you saw me like swanning away mosquitoes <laughs> all over the place. It is it is what it is. Here's something to note. There are four times as many lake view rooms as other types. So typically, when you're checking for availability, chances are it's going to be a lake view room Mm -hmm. that's available. So if you're looking to spend that standard view price and the only thing available is a lake view, it's a a bit of a bummer. But I will tell you, in my own personal opinion, it's worth the upgrade. It's just, if you think about it, most of the building is facing out to the lake. So most of the rooms. I mean, it's a lot. There's like 100 plus in each category lake views versus like the 20-ish of standard in each of the categories of, you know, studio, one, two bedroom. So just to keep that in mind that you might might have to choose a lake view room depending on how far out in, uh, in advance you're, you're booking it. Let's talk about some pros and cons of Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Pros, location, hello, you're literally a walking mm-hmm. distance from Magic Kingdom. It yeah. is the number one reason why we love staying at Bay Lake Tower. I mean, you can leave Bay Lake Tower. You can leave the Magic Kingdom at night at 9 o'clock when the park closes. You were asleep in your bed before some guests are even in their car at the TTC. Yeah. I mean, there's no line, right? You just walk out and go to your hotel. At a slower pace. walk, you're talking 10, 12 minutes. If you are an aggressive New York walker, like mm-hmm. at least one of the two of us Could in this Disney room. Legs um, on still. You're talking like six, seven minutes if you don't get stuck with the traffic yeah. light there. So, you know, the, the, the crosswalk. It's... It's the best. We love staying there. You have um, lots of transportation options here, not just to get to other parks, but to explore. Obviously, you have access to the monorail. You walk over to the main building there, go through security, and that part's out of the way. You hop on the monorail. You can go over to the TTC to go to Epcot, or you can go to any of the other monorail resorts, Polynesian, Grand Floridian, or of course, to Magique Kingdom. In addition to the monorail, you've got boats. So if you wanted to check out Wilderness Lodge or Fort Wilderness, um, some other homes away from home. You could just hop on a boat and get rid right over there like super easy and it's a nice like relaxing way to travel. It's just it's just a cool, to me, Bay Lake is just a cool area to be in. Uh, I've been mentioning the views. I talked about how the high up rooms, you can see all kinds of stuff. I just think there's really nothing else like a nice waking up in the morning. I don't drink coffee, but feel free to grab a cup of coffee, sit on your balcony and watch like the sunrise over Bay Lake. Mm-hmm. I think it's like such a beautiful, serene thing. It's usually quiet early in the morning. And honestly, one other pro that I didn't think about until now as I'm saying this, but since uh, there's a lot of stuff happening in the main building of the Contemporary, you know, like restaurants and things, it keeps Bay Lake Tower kind of quiet because there's not people coming there to do something. They're there to, like, you know, be in their room and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, other than the pull down at the bottom. And, you know, how people get rowdy playing bocce ball. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, like the, the louder pool is over there. And then, of course, you know, the monorail is coming through, which is not to say it's noisy at the Contemporary, but it's certainly more noisy than Bay Lake Tower. Right. Um, I do really like the, I'm going to call it stylized artwork that happens there. That It's a bit unique, sometimes even abstract. As you enter the lobby of Bay Lake Towers, so you're entering, you know, through the Port of Cashier, Take a look off to the side. You'll see a cool-looking rendering of Cinderella Castle, which I wish I could put somewhere in my house. Um, as you exit the elevator on any floor in Bay Lake Tower, take a, a note of the the piece of art right there on the wall. There's all different uh, Disney characters with, like, bright colors and stuff. I just think they all look so cool. Inside the one-bedroom villa, there's a piece above the sofa sleeper that's got, like... Um, it's got the shadow of Bay Lake Tower, the contemporary, and the monorail tracks. I loved it so mm. much. So here's a little something that Greg did in the past. So I liked it so much. I'm like, I know I can't buy this. So it's like a canvas print, yeah. basically, is what was hung on the wall. And it had Bay Lake Tower, the contemporary, and the monorail track. And I was like, oh, like, this is so cool looking. So I just used my camera and took a photo of it, like a nice, like sturdy, like high-quality, mm-hmm. all-in-frame photo. And then just went to Shutterfly and had it printed out and it hung up in our... There you go. Some room. Love that. I forget what room we hung it up. Hung it may be our living room in our condo in Connecticut. Unfortunately, the frame has since broken. Um, but for a couple of years there, I had a little piece of the contemporary home with me. Mm-hmm. And I was really happy about that because they don't sell that. So you feel free to do that, but don't, don't sell that, right? Just right. keep that for your own right. personal use. You don't want to get in trouble there. Really, the, the main pro here is location. Mm-hmm. Cons... The studio room is small. Mm-hmm. It's a small, small. room. Yeah. Uh, some guests don't like the quote sterile feel of the resort from the outside. It just looks like a building. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote there is not a lot of whimsy here, right. and I think it's that's a standard. nice way to say it. Sometimes the fireworks and the water pageant can be loud. If you are a light sleeper, obviously those the big doors close. You know your sliding glass door, but sometimes it's a it's a bit loud. The monorail ride to the Magic Kingdom can feel like forever. I know that it's a convenience of using the monorail, mm-hmm. but you are f- the fourth stop away. Yeah. So you're going the from, opposite way. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. When you're coming home from the park, it's though, nice. it's only one stop. Right. So um, if we go in the morning, we usually walk to the park and then we'll take the monorail back. Because by like you know two mm-hmm. o'clock in the afternoon, when we're or even earlier in the summer, it is hot. So we like to take the monorail back, but we try to beat the crowd by walking in in the morning. Yeah. Uh, If you have your own car, the parking lot is often very full during the busy times of the year. So you might be parking far away or or actually like driving around sometimes trying to even find a spot that has happened before. And maybe this is a little petty. Maybe this is a little, you know, getting too involved in the minutia of rooms. But the studio room doesn't have a nightstand on both sides of the bed. So, like, you know, you probably want to charge your phone somewhere. So, and I, it's on the side of the bed that I typically sleep in, right? If you're looking at the bed, I'm always on the left. And there's no... Depending I'm always on, the,
0: on your left. Yeah. Depending
1: on the orientation of the room, right? But if you're looking at it, one of the two sides doesn't have, like, a ledge to put that would, your phone on. That so would like, drive nuts. So what do you do? So like whenever I stay there, I usually put my luggage right next to me. So then I like just rest on the mm. top of my luggage, which is strange. The one bedroom there is, but the right. studio there just isn't one. It's so silly to me. What the heck budget are they cuts. doing everybody? Budget
0: cuts. Well,
1: I don't know. They built it that way. <laughs> I know. The, same people who, the, the same people who brought you the sink in the kitchenette That's right. brought you the Tell lack me. that of, same meeting. They're like, and we're not yeah, going to do gotcha. this,
0: and we're not going to do this. So budget
1: cuts. So I was doing some math, and I want to make sure you hear that I'm saying math and not math. I did some math and uh, did some number crunching. And it turns out I I stopped counting at 10. So I'm somewhere around 10 times that I've stayed here at Bay Lake. I think it might be the most. I think it's the most out of any resort. But I mean, Um, give it time because I feel like. Close second. Fort Wilderness is about to hit. I think we're about to surpass because we deduced that I think Reba has stayed on property 10 times. Yeah, a dog. By the way, right. that's a dog. Humans oh, don't even stand. up right. Yeah, not read. Not She stayed really at my Fort entire. seven times, so seven or eight, and we have two more trips on the book. But anyway, so um, I this is this is my number one. But I would like to tell you in September of 2011, this was our first trip. Me and Nicole, we checked into Bay Lake Tower. We loved our view because we were looking overlooking Space Mountain, but we hated it. Everything else <laughs> we hated, hated the room, hated the building, hated the pool, just hated huh. it. To the point where we asked if we could switch. We were, at the time, we were not our own members. We were using my mom's points. Since then, we I have my own membership now. But a DVC membership, of course, I'm talking about. So I called my mom, and I was like, she, you know, just casually, she asked how everything was. And I was like, honestly, I just don't get it. Mm. Like, why do people like it here? So we switched. We stayed at Saratoga Springs in a one-bedroom. So we went from a studio to a one-bedroom, and it was like the coolest thing. And just if you were to tell me that now, we're like, what the hell are you thinking? Twenty eleven, yeah. Greg? I wonder because what it was. Like, what? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. So, just we got back. You know, we visited a few times over the over the trips, and like, you know, what, let's stay there again. So that was one time in twenty eleven. Our next stay here was uh, May of twenty seventeen. Wow. So it took yeah. it took quite some time to get back to stay there. That was back when we tried vlogging. So mm-hmm. we have like a video of our stay there, which is interesting to go back and watch. But, um. Yeah. So since 2017, we've gotten in another eight stays, um, which is like kind of a lot because that wasn't that long ago. It's only six years ago. Um, We just have had so many memories here. I feel like I can go on and on. I think you all understand. Big fan. I will tell you that we um, took our wedding photos here. So we got married at the boardwalk and we took a limo over to the contemporary because it's our jam. And we had our own little um, Disney Fine Arts photo session at the main Contemporary and Bay Lake Tower. Obviously, got a bunch of photos with Bay Lake Tower uh, in the background. I spell Bay, uh, B-A-E for Bay Lake Tower because she's number one Bay. That's right. And uh, I'll post some of those photos. I usually wind up posting them like around wedding time, you know, anniversary time. But there's these trees out front um, in the area between Bay Lake Tower and Contemporary. And when they're in bloom, which is springtime when we got married, beautiful mm. that whole area is just so nice it's got like this nice like nice manicured grass with these uh, flower beds in the shape of mickey and these big like pink purpley i don't know what kind of tree it is everybody yeah. someone out there knows i'm sure but these big beautiful um this big beautiful set of trees out there and it's just like gorgeous for us and you can hear the sounds from the magic kingdom which was also really cool when the train's running you can hear it you can hear the fairy. you can hear mm-hmm. all kinds of obviously you can hear the fireworks and stuff but it's it's my favorite it so is I just, I will always encourage people to stay here. If if you can swing it, right, I know that it might not be in your budget, but if you're looking to splurge, to me, like, this is the yeah. splurge.
0: She is beauty. She is grace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Bay Lake Tower, Bay Lake everybody. Tower.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. All right. That was a lot. Like, we, uh. This is a long episode, so if you are also one of those people that wanted longer episodes, here you go, everyone. Here you go.
1: Merry Christmas. Should we
0: jump into some story?
1: Yeah, no news <laughs> no nugs news. today. Sadly. Instead, we'll do some Disney history brought to you, as always, in partnership with The Mouselets okay. on TikTok, Instagram, and their website, themouselets.com, for fun Disney stuff. Okay, what's you got?
0: All right, I'm taking us back to 1971. The oh. following announcement appeared in the Orlando Sentinel. This week, this week in the Orlando Sentinel, Walt Disney World's first Christmas will be a spirited two-week holiday full of gaiety, tradition, colorful Disney character parades, and commemorative religious pageantry of the season. Yuletide decorations will bring added sparkle to the already fun-filled Magic Kingdom, decked out literally for Christmas with a giant tree and hundreds of wreaths of hemlock and holly. Special daily holiday parades and two mammoth candlelight processionals are part of the spectacular event scheduled for the holidays. So I thought that was cool. This is like all the things that they did for the first Christmas at uh, Magic Kingdom.
1: I think that's cool. Mm -hmm. It's obviously evolved quite a bit over the years. For sure. Um, I'm taking us back to the year 2003 when a different resort than Bay Lake Tower or Contemporary opened up. Talking about Disney's Pop Century Resort finally opened for business. Featuring the classic years of the 50s all the way through the 90s. And of course, if you'd like to learn more about Disney's Pop Century Resort... We had a whole episode on that, yep. our, one of our resort uh, rundown episodes, of course, on Poop Century, as I like to call it. Poop Century, <laughs> Poop right next century. door to Fart of Animation, <laughs> um, as always. Uh, I do have a quote for you coming up. Before that, your friendly reminder. Um, if you like what heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. Shout out to Johnny for a very nice uh, review on iTunes. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Our show account is at that podcast. My personal account is at the Disney Greg.
0: I'm at the real Beth McDonald.
1: You can do all kinds of things at our website. You can request uh, a magic gram. You can submit a show topic. You can ask us a question. You can click on the Ask Beth and Greg link. To submit your question there. If you want access to our weekly bonus episodes, mm-hmm. you can do that via Patreon. There's a link to our Patreon page in this episode's description. And recently, I've been able to give the uh, episode out a day early yeah. on, on Patreon. So our, our patrons have been getting the episode a day early, if that's your thing. And they get the juicy and,
0: tea, you know what I mean? Oh, the juicy Disney some secret,
1: tea. Some secrets, secrets. Sometimes, Sometimes. There's some things secrets. We can't, Every things now and we
0: other. can't talk about here. Just that's yes. all we'll say.
1: <laughs> okay. So a quote for you all. Um, I'm taking us to a Disney animated classic, Alice in Wonderland. And Alice once said, if I had a world of my own, everything would be nonsense. And I just think that concept is cool. Until then, enjoy your nonsense, everybody. Right. We'll see you all next week.
0: See you next week for our last episode of the year. going to happen? We made it through 2022, y'all. <sighs>